0: What can we say about Abang Long Fadel 3, except that it is a movie that is showing in cinemas right now? I have a feeling this one might be a short-ish episode of the Goggler Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. Um,
1: yeah. Hmm. yeah, go on. Yeah.
0: It's not a bad movie, and I didn't dislike it. It's not. I had fun. I laughed out loud at a bunch of moments. Abanglong Fadil 3 does exactly what it says on the tin. If you liked 1 and 2, I think 3 is better. I've seen both 1 and 2, and I think 3 has slicker action sequences. Right. And I think the production value is a lot better. And on the whole, it feels like just a better produced film. Yeah. Okay. That said, that's all it is. It is... An Abang Long Fadel movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going to jump in earlier when you said that it is exactly what it says on the tin. And I think the only question you have to ask yourself is whether you like that tin. That's all it is. I had zero fun in this movie. And again, it's not because I hated it. I did not hate this movie. It's just that it's not my kind of comedy... I haven't seen the first two, so I wouldn't say I was lost because to be fair, this isn't the fucking Godfather Allah, where you need to watch all parts of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you're fine. You're fine going into this by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but again, it just
1: didn't... This kind of comedy doesn't work for me.
0: I think this kind of comedy is a little old-fashioned, right? So Shafiq Yusuf is back as the director and this sort of comedy for Abang Long Fadel 3 is a hark back to... I want to say The Naked Gun, but even The Naked Gun was slightly smarter. And by that, I mean that the comedy here isn't about clever turns of phrases. It isn't about... Yes. ...quippy one-liners. Some of the jokes are a little old hat because it's very obvious and you've heard them all before. It's just that Zizan is a charming actor, so you can watch him do it and you kind of forgive him for it because he's kind of cool. The other set of jokes in this movie are a little worse because essentially they're just rooted in us laughing at cliches and stereotypes. Mm. And so that for me always feels like the laziest kind of humor. Oh, yeah. Which isn't to say I don't laugh because lazy humor does trigger something within you. Right. But it's not, it's not a laugh that is earned. It is a laugh mm. that is kind of forced out of you by some weird innate, instinctual thing, right? It's like when you see a person slip and fall on a banana peel. It's a joke that has been used over and over and over again, but you still go, just a little bit. For me, that's this movie. Yeah, for me, I mean,
1: as I was watching this, I think I kept coming back to like a bad Johnny English as opposed to Naked Gun.
0: That is exactly right.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have the smarts for the naked gun series
0: right it doesn't have the wordplay of the naked gun series or airplane or movies like that
1: it doesn't have the wit. i think is the most important thing
0: this movie is john english this movie is
1: not the smart comedy and again it's not bad it's shot really well nobody in malaysia can blow up a car better than shafiq yusof there are no CG fires here. He blew
0: up two Harriers and be done with it, right? Like close down the highway and just blow it up for realsies. I think the guys at Scope Productions do action very, very well. Like they aren't quite at the level of, say, even Jackie Chan and Police Story Three, which was what thirty years ago. But yeah, for a Malaysian production, they do action. They do chase sequences very well. They don't cheat by fast forwarding the footage when there is a chase sequence through the streets of KL, for example, which a lot of local productions do. And we find that it's just cheap and annoying and incredibly just sucky to look at.
1: I mean, for me, the only thing I can say about Scope Productions' car crashes is that they always close off the road or do it at 3 in the morning when it's dead empty, which is fine. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, this car chase it's supposed to be happening at 6 in the afternoon or 7 in the evening. That KL road is not going to be that empty. So, it's a minor niggly thing. Nothing serious. It's it's a, it's just a thing. I'm just glad that there's a there's a production house in Malaysia that will actually blow up cars. And I know they flipped the BMW in this, 3 Series in this. So, at the end of the day, this was very competent. Shots were nice. I think a lot of the acting was also very good. Zizan Raza is always...
0: Solid as a as a lead character. To be fair, I thought Elizabeth Tan was excellent. I think she's fluent in multiple languages, and so she can switch between them, and it's very very natural. And she can fight. And she can fight. She can for real these fight. Like her fighting stuff is
1: really good. Elizabeth Tan has sort of graduated from that, and she is actually doing scenes and doing them very well. Her dialogue delivery is some of the most natural dialogue delivered by non Malay. <laughs> Is something we complained about the last time when we, we were talking about Cherobo. This movie is fine. It's a decent film. And I think it will make a lot of money in the cinema.
0: I don't think there are going to be anyone who is particularly woke who is going to be watching this film, rushing to the cinemas to watch this film, because I have a feeling they may have some issues with some of the jokes in this movie. There's a, a lot of issues here. There are a lot of jokes that feel... I'm going to use the word old-fashioned. Yes. It's like they come from a different generation, but they still seem to work because everyone in the screening we were at was laughing along. They know their market, that's for sure. Oh no, they know their market, right? But I
1: think I think old-fashioned is a good way of saying it because there was a bayi cop whose big joke was the joke that we've all heard at least 3,000 times, the Dada joke, the dada joke. And it's just like, come on la, it's 2022. There are people born who don't
0: know the origins of that joke. They don't understand why that's funny. And I think that's the problem, right? It's using these old jokes. It's trying to reappropriate these old jokes and they come off as being old hat. And of course the Bai character as well, they're kind of relying on the cliche and the stereotype of the way a Ba'i person would speak Malay. And that's what everyone seems to be laughing about. Even if he's not doing the dada dada joke, it's just people are laughing at the way he speaks.
1: I'm not standing up for it one way or the other, but the problem with... It's, it's the thing of like, why are you getting offended? It's just a joke. You can't tell me that I can't be offended by something you make fun of. Also because it's just so lazy la. It's lazy. For me, the issue is it's lazy. It's funnier if he comes in speaking perfect English or perfect bahasa. You're right. Then there's a twist on the expectation as opposed to, yep, bayi guy walks in, speaks like, exactly the joke of the bayi guy speaking Malay. And I think,
0: for me, it's that single-layer joke that that doesn't do it for me at all anymore. We haven't spoken about the plot or the story because it's entirely irrelevant. Nothing really happens in this movie. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it's in the trailer. <laughs> Yeah, but still, nothing really happens in this movie. It feels like a series of skits that have been kind of strung together and some of the skits work better than others. There is maybe a through line with Fadil's girlfriend and love interest and how he gets roped into all of this. But that's about it, really. The rest of the jokes and the rest of the story in this film are just... It's just kind of rehashing old stuff. Yeah, And and yet again, I believe there was a preview day for Abang Long Fadil and it made like 1.2 million ringgit. On its preview day which is a lot of money for a single day taking and we have no doubt that this movie is going to make a lot of money at the box office but that said it feels like maybe the kind of movie i would leave on if it was playing on the tv it's not the kind of movie i would go to the cinema to watch despite the big explosions and cars flipping over and all of that stuff it just feels okay la, i've seen okay. it before it's not the kind of escapism I was looking for.
1: No offence to anyone, but I don't know how many of our listeners will be considering even watching Abang Long Fadil. And, and look, again, it's fine as a film. If you saw the first two and found it enjoyable, then you should go watch this film. I've got nothing bad to say about this film. It just didn't move me. I will say, I will say, I wasn't expecting that many risque jokes in this. There were quite a few quite seriously risque jokes which is good I like that I like that there's a an opening of borders in that sense there were a couple of like really when I say risque I'm not talking any nudity or anything like that but implied sex happening between characters very graphic implied sex happening between characters and I don't think i had ever seen that
0: in any other Malay feature film before
1: which I thought was interesting
0: you know this is a threequel which means in some ways it is a cash grab they know that the first two movies did very well they know they had to make a third movie they have good actors under their belt and they figured why the hell not and you know what it's probably going to work it's not going to be for all of you that's for sure but for some of you who enjoy this sort of humor it may be just what you're looking for it's not like there's anything else in cinemas at the moment. Jordan Peele's Nope only opens next week. So, you've got at least 7 days of nothing to watch in the cinema. Go check this out. Oh, then again, I hear that Maverick is back in IMAX, so there is that. I will say what I was expecting from Tiger Janda was what
1: I got from Abang Long Fadil. My hesitance about going to go watch Tiga Janda was because I assumed it was going to show up and end up being something like Abang Long Fadil. So that, to me, is an important distinction in that I will still be surprised going to these movies. Sometimes I appreciate you forcing me for work to go watch
0: stuff that I wouldn't normally do. Oh, for sure. And Tiga Janda was the exact opposite of this clever witty dialogue, interesting twists, word plays, all of that stuff. The humor was kind of rooted in character, right? As opposed to as opposed to rehashing Malay slapstick comedy that's been done for decades. There was nothing new about Abang Long Fadel III. And I think that for me was the sad thing about it, because you know you have an audience and you can actually exploit this to do something cool. But it kind of fell back onto old tropes. Abanglong Fadil 3, now showing in Malaysian cinemas. If you have seen it, reach out and let us know what you think. You can get in touch on all of our social media feeds, My. You can also email us on podcast at gogler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler Hotline, 012 524 5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.